0: Game of Thrones season five, episode ten, the finale. Mother's mercy is over, but we're just getting started here on post-show recaps. Hello, everybody. I'm Josh Wiggler. I am joined here by Terry Schwartz. And for the watch, we will do one more book club for you. This for the watch. For the watch. For the watch.
1: So emotional.
0: So terrible. So horrible. F you, Ollie. Screw you, Ollie. That was the worst.
1: Um, but I, I want to give. I'm going to give our requisite spoiler warning today because I want to dive right into. Yeah, it do it, is, give it. Give look it. Look at me. Warning. Look at me. It's like you were just for the watch. Caesared by Ollie, and I am stepping up to take your I'm working into
0: um, Terry Schwartz is, to give the spoiler warning.
1: Yes. Oh, that that has some interesting connotations. No. But, stop
0: it. Stop. But it's a platonic this, friendship.
1: This is the Game of Thrones book club where we talk about all things book-related and show-related, so... All spoilers are fair game. If you haven't heard the books, you should not be listening to this podcast. You can, but you'll probably get spoiled. Although at this point, we're pretty much caught up across the board and there's not that much up. left to spoil it. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I was asked this question on um, the, the live finale recap that I did on Sunday night with Rob Sesternino, if it's safe for people to come and listen to the game of Thrones book club. Um, and, and I think it's, I think it's mostly safe. I think there's probably a lot of you people who haven't listened to book club before might be listening to it right now in which case hello welcome it's mostly safe there's little things that uh you are not going to pick up on because they're just so nitty-gritty book material type of things that never made it to the show there's also some stuff from the books that's still fairly major that hasn't happened on the show that might never happen on the show or might happen on the show next season who knows so as always proceed with caution but the big 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 stuff is out of the way and that's really honestly it's the Jon Snow thing
1: And honestly, what we have here as book fans is that there's like a deeper level to all of these stories that you get from reading George's books that just aren't conveyed in the show. And I think that's where the Jon Snow stuff comes into play, because... I know every show watcher after that finale rushed online and was like, "Oh my God, is Jon Snow dead?" Right. And the answer is, we don't know. We don't know. But I think I think the general consensus is no effing way.
0: The general consensus is no effing way. And I came onto the show on Sunday night and and spat it off on that. Why I will I will elaborate in detail here in book club today uh, in in a way that I didn't on the live show. I also took a little bit of heat for having that be my immediate reaction of The Jon Snow thing on the live show, ra- rather than um, uh, mourning the loss of Jon Snow. But th- listen, I can't, I can't change who I am. I've read these books. I've had four years to deal with the death of Jon Snow, and pretty, pretty soon after that, the theory started popping up that Jon is not gone. Um, th- right. That has been the reality that we have been living in for the better part of four years now. And what did uh, I say?
1: Melisandre pandemic. was totally gonna find a way to get yeah, back to the well, wall.
0: You know, they really just yada yadaed her journey back to the wall. I Love that she, she was like peace. Yo, know, peace <laughs> out stannis I got a I got a new horse to back. So yeah, there's yeah. there's all all of the pieces are in play for that. We'll talk about that. Just in terms of um is Game of Thrones caught up with the books? I actually just wrote an article about this for MTV because after I said this on the show Recaps live show on Sunday night, um I was kind of starting to think to myself, "Well, are we completely caught up with the books?" And so I broke it down by story. Um Jon Snow, yeah, we are absolutely caught up. Daenerys, we're absolutely caught up. There's still a little bit to go with aria There's still a couple of chapters, but I feel like a lot of that material has already been covered to the point that we don't exactly know where Arya is going to go next. I think it's mostly there is
1: there is that season six casting that may or may not be true. That seems to hint that she'll end up with the mummers. Okay, like she did with Mercy.
0: Well, there you go. So that that could happen for Arya. She's blind, but, you know, there's still chapters after her being blind. So there's still a little bit left to go with Arya. There's a tiny, tiny bit left to go with Bran, but most of that seems to have happened off screen or it's going to be safe for season 6. Uh, Sansa and Littlefinger obviously all of that material is very different between the books and the show so who really knows. Same with Stannis and the Boltons. You know the Battle of Ice hasn't happened yet in the books. It happened on the show. It appears that Stannis is dead. We will talk about that. That is an interesting thing. Um, Theon there's there's the sample chapter from Winds of Winter so we're caught up with where he is in A Dance with Dragons basically although there are Greyjoys involved in the books that are not involved in the show at this point. Uh, the Iron Islands themselves it it seems that uh, are, they they might be a factor next season based on casting. So we'll talk a little bit about that today as well. So there's some stuff from the Iron Islands that has not appeared on the show that is uh, you know fairly prominent in the books. I've always kind of considered it unimportant, but maybe it's important if it's going to make it on the show. Um, Melisandre, yes, she is caught up uh, where she is in the show and the books is the same basic place. Davos, it's complicated. Davos is you know off to to find Rickon Stark in the books. There might be a way to get him to do that on the show there's there's a question about that that we got today terry um obviously the white walkers we know a ton more about the white walkers on the show than we do in the books sam has to get to old town he does get to old town in the books. i'm so is, happy that i you know me mad. too I'm thrilled I'm thrilled with that there's just a tiny 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 bit of Sam in Old Town that we do have in the books that we can talk about here but really basically that whole storyline we don't know what that's going to look like and the whole journey to Old Town has already happened at the wall of this season so we, I would I would assume we're just going to fast forward to Old Town with Sam um, Brienne you know I don't... who the hell knows with Brienne who the hell knows with Jamie, who the hell knows with Tyrion and Varys right. there's so many characters that we really don't know what's going on so there are you know certain aspects of the books that are still question marks um on the show but i would say the major 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 thing is the john snow thing and that is done and the rest we are as we are flying as blind as Arya and you the non-book reading show watcher so we're all kind of mostly on the same page
1: let's start big picture i mean we we know game of thrones is renewed through season six the showrunners have said between and seven and ten with seasons. And contracts
0: uh, for season seven, I believe.
1: Right. How many seasons do you think this show will end up going? We're close to the end, one they, way or another.
0: They say seven seasons. Um, I have to believe that at the accelerated pace that they've been telling this story, you know, the, the material with Feast and Dance really could have been spread across more than one season. Um, and it was it to was. a degree. To a degree, you know, some of that stuff did appear in season four, but they really could have broken up Feast and Dance probably a little bit more across four. Uh, five and even a little bit of six, if they really wanted to bide their time, doesn't seem like they really want to bide their time. I think that there are a bunch of people who noticed that. I think that you know you've talked about pacing issues on the show before, Terry, in, in last week's podcast, and a lot of people really agreed with you on that point, mm-hmm. um, publicly and privately. I had a lot of people reach out to me and say Terry was on the money with that. Um, and I think that um, I think that that's been noticeable—the decision to condense the feast dance into one season, essentially. So I think with the speed that they're going, it. Does seem like they want to hit this whole thing in seven seasons that being said i I think that they'll my guess has been that they will do something like they did like hbo did with the sopranos with their final season which was basically mm -hmm. two seasons in one season um and i think that we'll get like a mega season for season seven but i think that it will be considered one season so i think yeah we're gonna get a six we're gonna get a seven and that's gonna be the end of the day
1: i honestly feel like we could do eight at this point because that would buy george three more years uh, I, don't I, actually, I don't think they're. I actually. sort interested of an interesting. In
0: but but I, I, I. also think that what you're describing a season eight is what I'm saying with a a, right, a season. Right. Yeah. Seven. I think we
1: might be you know spread out over two years. Like a
0: twenty episode season seven that would go right. across, which two is years,
1: basically season, which seven is season eight.
0: eight, but they would bill it as season seven.
1: Right. Um. I actually. I this came out of a conversation I had yesterday with uh, a friend who works at Access Hollywood, who's a big Game of Thrones fan, but we were talking about what Kit Harrington said about John, which is that he's dead, which, okay, we can all agree with that, and that he's not going to be in next season.
0: Right. He what, did an interview with Entertainment Weekly that posted immediately after the episode, and he said, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm not coming back
1: well, I'm not coming back next season. What if they just didn't return to the wall next season? What if that was a big question mark? I would totally be okay with that. You only have Davos and Melisandre up there. You have Bran doing stuff on the other side of the wall. You have Sam out of there. What if that's just something that we don't have an answer to
0: no i don't think they can do that i think that there's Why? i think there's i think there's too many pressing storylines that are happening at the wall that you can't just move away from it the way that you can move away from but
1: what there's the there's, there's the there's the question mark there's with, a lot
0: there's a lot you know there's the,
1: john but then you can just have davos go elsewhere
0: no you can't because john john getting killed uh the night's watch Taking taking control away from them. The, the whole rebellion, there's wildlings there, that has to boil over immediately. You can't hit pause on that. That's gonna boil over instantly. We've talked about that before with the way that um John's story ends in Dance with Dragons. That what's the next thing? It seems like immediate pandemonium on the wall. We have active, alive characters on the wall. We have Davos, we have Melisandre, they can be our eyes and ears on that stuff. But you can't just run away from what's happened at the wall the way that you can with Bran, because Bran is so far away from the story to begin with that if something is you know if he's undergoing training with Bloodraven above the wall you can move away from that for a year you can come back to him and he's now suddenly a wizard you can't just move away from the wall what's happening at the wall is so central to everything else that's happening in Westeros and you gotta imagine that the wall is about to become a disaster and it's gonna happen overnight So I that's almost
1: I, why I don't wanna see it like I want it to be that intense that We just lost the most important person up the wall. The only person who really has any care about doing anything. He was our main character up there. Melisandre and Davos... Or have always been secondary characters to other bigger storylines. I would love to just have that not knowing for a season, and maybe hear r- rumors. That would be something straight out of the books that we lose a character, and suddenly we're hearing rumors about Lady Stoneheart, and we don't really know what's going on until that big surprise. At I don't the think end. we can
0: do it. I don't think we could do it. Also, the other piece of it is the White Walkers. I mean, that 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 has been accelerated so much from but where that can it is be something that we get with
1: Bran's storyline. We yeah. don't really know what if you he can, has a connection to so, that at all they're
0: so close to the wall that you gotta imagine they're reaching the wall in this 10 seasons otherwise it's really we're just going to be looking at our watches i think the, the big thing for me terry that we're talking about we're talking about this interview that kit harrington gave to entertainment weekly where he is really insisting that he's dead the showrunners are very much insisting that john is dead um but I don't think anyone disagrees with they're that. They're lying. I mean, no, he does die. He's, he's
1: just going to come back to life. He's de- <laughs>
0: He's dead. He's going to come back to life. This whole, I'm not coming back next season. I think people are taking too much at face value. I'm not coming back next season is something that Kit Harington says in his interview with Entertainment Weekly. That is a specific quote. Um, I just don't buy it. I think it's a lie. It would not be the first time an actor has lied for the sake of preserving secrets in a story. Uh, look to, at
1: Yeah, look at Isaac Hempstead Wright t- telling a bunch of people that he was filming season five until HBO announced. Yeah, just that within, that he within
0: Game of Thrones already, but even outside of Game of Thrones, you know, to spoil Star Trek into darkness for you. Uh, Benedict right. Cumberbatch insisting, I'm not Khan. I'm not Khan. J.J. Abrams saying Khan is not in this movie. The mystery box element of that. He was Khan the whole time. Yeah. Uh, look at look at The Dark Knight Rises to spoil that movie for you if you haven't seen that one yet. Um, we, we have Talia al Ghul in that movie, even though we had been told the whole time that she's not Talia al Ghul. She'd been asked the question outright and she said, no, I'm not playing that character. Actors lie. It's what they're paid to do. They but are, can
1: Game of Thrones keep it a secret if no, Kit Harington shows no, up in Belfast?
0: No, they can't. They can't keep it a secret. I think this is a major miscalculation. I think that this is a miscalculation on the showrunner's part. I think that they really want to keep this, keep a lid on this thing. They want to, they want to make it so that, um, it's going to be a big surprise when John comes back. And I think for many viewers, it will be. But I think for people who have had four years to deal with this, the theories are so prevalent online for why John would come back. There's so many reasons to believe he would come back. Melisandre's at the wall. We have proof that Red Priests can bring people back to life. On the show, even, Melisandre. Melisandre witnesses it uh, goes and visits Thoros of Myr and Beric Dondarrion doesn't see the actual resurrection but finds out about it firsthand that's right. on the show because Melisandre is going to bring Jon back I think the warging theory is out at least on the show we would have seen Ghost there are a lot of people who are mad that Ghost did not show up at all just outside. did you see
1: those leaked photos that um, on 4chan that it showed the, the photo of John with the blood coming out. It showed the... Right, this is what you had referred story. to in
0: last week's podcast.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then it, it showed Celise uh, hanging herself. But then after the original Jon Snow photo come out came out there was another photo that showed, seemed to show him with war guys and people were like warg John confirmed clear photoshop when you look clear at it photoshop, for more than two bad, seconds bad
0: photoshop job
1: but still I like skipped to the end because I was watching it on HBO go I was like do they go there with the war okay they don't alright right. watch this episode now
0: right no the the ghost thing is out he's not going to be warging the ghost he, maybe he will in the books there's still reason to think that right. anyway there's just there's so many reasons to think that John is going to come back both in the books and on the show and I think it's it's it's, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a tough thing for Benioff and Weiss to have to deal with. Um, you know, there there are these prevalent fan theories. It's the direction that the thing is going, and I'll honestly be genuinely uh, floored if Jon Snow doesn't come back. Um, yeah, like jo- that's
1: the other thing. Maybe we are all wrong.
0: Entirely possible. I will I will put that out there right now. It is entirely possible that we are just so confident that Jon Snow comes back, and we're totally wrong. I really don't think we are. Uh, if we are, I am going to have some grieving to do next year uh, I'm, going to have, I'm not grieving now but if that does end up being the case that he's just done I'm going to be very upset and I will have a later point in my life where I'm going to be looking at a wall and just slow and steady tears streaming down <laughs> my face and I will just be wordlessly shaking back and forth but I don't think that that's going to happen I think that he's coming back and I think that David and Dan have a difficult job in terms of they want to sell the surprise um, but you, you can't not acknowledge the fact that people have these theories you know it's, it's right. such a prevalent and are they going to bring
1: Kit to Comic Con
0: um, I don't know probably you know maybe maybe not if, if they're selling this so hard or trying to sell so hard that Kit Harrington is out to the point that in like the Entertainment Weekly article uh, there's like a, an editor's note after this interview uh, Kit Harrington cut his hair yeah, and then I he, think uh, he cut like a, like a centimeter off there's yeah, like a picture he of cuts, him cuts recently. about as much
1: as he ever cuts from his hair which to me like when you're done with Game of Thrones you're going to cut it all off and it's he gave just, another interview where he was like well I just sort of like it like this so I kept it you have been bitching about your hair for years. Kid. Just stop. You it. would cut off all your hair. So that's the thing.
0: Chance. That's the thing is I, I don't like that. I'm getting John Harrison. I don't like that I'm getting. Yeah. I don't like that I'm getting conned. K a h n. You know, like I don't like that we're getting the Star Trek Into Darkness approach here with Jon Snow. I know that they can't just come right out and say, "Oh, don't worry, Jon Snow's coming back." Uh, right. But they could at least say, like, uh, there are there are theories that Jon Snow could be uh, returning somehow. Let's see how that plays out. I wouldn't get to. I, I wouldn't get too excited about that. He looks pretty dead to me. You can still have fun with that and still leave yourself open but i feel like the way that they're just you know slamming the door on that possibility um you know if if he does come back and when he does come back because he's coming back well it's just gonna it's gonna be hard to trust them ever again
1: in my mind there's no way that they aren't gonna do a Jon snow funeral if they go back to the wall there's no way they aren't gonna like show him dead or like people burning him or people dealing with it we had that it's with charles dance and it was charles dance it's not gonna get like, that far
0: it's not gonna get that far john you know, snow's not point gonna have that you know. they
1: could say you know we will say goodbye to john snow next season right. and like have that be the story oh like we'll get it kit will come back for a day say or like he'll he'll shoot some goodbye in the premiere this isn't the last you've seen of him, but he is dead, and that would diffuse the rumors instead of having people being like, "You're fucking lying."
0: <laughs> right. Excuse my language. No, it's fine. It's a passionate, uh, passionate topic. I, I, do, I, don't like that aspect of it. I, and but you know, they will be completely valid if they're sticking to it. And Kid Harrington is not on the show, and Jon Snow is dead. But I will be, I will be so angry about that.
1: Yeah, I get like we are the <laughs> the Lady Stoneheart truthers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. it's true. It's, and I, my famous example is that. I I was convinced that Sirius Black didn't die in Harry Potter. Spoiler! And then when I know, I know, but the, come on! But then we when we did this before, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. because and no one tweeted at me to say that I spoiled it for them. So if I spoiled it for Barry you, Schwartz. Yeah, tweet at me, and, but I, I doubt it. We're all. We're all avid book readers, but no. So I was convinced Sirius didn't die and it took years for the next book to come out. And then Dumbledore died. And I wasn't even sad Dumbledore died because I was just pissed that it meant that Sirius wasn't really wasn't coming back. So I've been wrong before, but we'll see.
0: There's so much to do with Jon Snow. Jon Snow is the is the eyes and ears in the war against the White Walkers. He is uh, he is a secret Targaryen. R plus L equals J. That's not going to matter if he's dead. Uh, Jon has has a role to play in this story. Still, it's not it's not like killing Rob Stark and Catelyn Stark or Ned Stark. You know, these are people who were important characters, but they weren't important in like the greater story that's going on, which is this battle up at the wall. Uh, that. That really is if if the White Walkers pass through, we're fucked. You know, like right. that's that's the story. Um, and Jon Snow is the guy there. He's been the guy there. It just it does not. You know, you don't have Jon smashing a White Walker with Valyrian steel, which which uh, you know meets the the requirements of the Azora High uh, prophecy. All of that stuff. There's so many reasons to believe that Jon is going to come back from this. Um, there's just uh, thousands of reasons. I feel like uh, if. If he he doesn't he doesn't and that sucks but he's coming back he's totally coming back um, although I, I will say just the fact that they didn't you know offer any glimmer of hope whatsoever on the show I was legitimately surprised by um, yeah. you know it's it's the final scene of the episode they have this moment where where John just like he falls on his back and you do think that like is he going to warg or is Melisandre going to come up and that's going to be like the, the ending uh, but it's such a down note to end the season on and this season has been such a bummer to be begin- with that i've seen a lot of that from from people who are like just fatigued with game of thrones this season because it was such an especially brutal season and that's such a brutal note to end which i think that they'll you know rebound from when they get to season six but what a crappy way to to go into the 10 month off season
1: i think the hope is the fact that melisandre realized stannis is dying and then just had this like light bulb moment pieced out and then went to john I think to me, that was my thing. Like, why would they do that? What else does she have at the wall?
0: Yeah, I don't have a good I don't have a good reason for why she went to the wall. Someone
1: Uh, tweeted at me after that and said that I was a prophet because I had been (laughs) staunchly and Melisandre will show up. Right.
0: Well, the fact that she does just like completely screams the fact that she is going to bring him back right you know they they get her back to the wall in an episode uh within an episode which is which is ridiculous uh which is why i didn't think that she would be able to come back uh but that's all it took it just took like a five second ride and listen you can
1: travel in. as fast in westeros as you have the will to she travel, traveled by map learned.
0: i guess uh yes. but but she got back real quick and um you know she's only there because she's gonna bring him back it's, it, it is known. It is known. Jon Snow, it is, known. Jon Snow it is, known. is returning. Um, how about the epic, epic, epic trolling on the part of the previously on segment?
1: Oh, The Benjen Stark beforehand. of it all
0: was so great. That I leaked like, beforehand?
1: It leaked beforehand, and I had a friend texting me flipping out that they had... It was in a headline, like... Preview, like Game of Thrones, Benjen Stark might come back in the finale and they were so mad I and I, it's like almost become a joke that the previous Leons will give away. If there's a character who appears there you haven't seen in a while, they'll probably be in that car- in that episode. So I love that that was just a troll on the part of whoever puts those together saying, you think you figured us out, but you have it.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cruel. But I, I, you know, I saw, I, I didn't know that. So I saw it on the previously on and I was like, oh my God. So is Benjen Coldhands? Is that what's going to happen here? Is <laughs> like Coldhands going to show up right after John gets killed and he's like going to bring him back or something like that? Um, but no, that's just the replacement for the whole pink letter, I guess, where, you know, yeah. we don't have John rallying the troops to go south and fight the Boltons. We just have him getting conned into thinking that Benjen Stark is alive.
1: And we've talked about, about all a lot. Was, that
0: was Hilarious. Once, once Ollie burst in and said, oh, we got somebody who knows your Uncle Benjamin. it's like, oh, come on! Yeah. ah, really? oh, you bastards.
1: No way. No. But, I mean, we've talked a lot about Ollie, and by we, I mean the internet. Uh, the Ollie Caesaring John, but I was really surprised that Alice or Thorne was the first one to stab him.
0: You were surprised by that, really?
1: Yeah, I felt like there had been a turn in their relationship, but I guess not, and I, you know, I don't necessarily fault any of them because i get it and john never took into consideration their concerns he never really explained himself to them like we know he's right but i don't think that they're completely wrong either and like what did john john saved ollie but like he's this young impressionable kid his family was murdered by wildlings you need to explain it a little more than that, like it's this ingrained hatred in these people. You can't just expect that because you have had a transformation, everyone else has. And these are all criminals. Like right. these are all not like good people within the society, other than John and Sam, really. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, listen, uh, John. John is dead. He will not be dead for long. I. He's he is back on his feet uh, within the first two episodes of season six. That's my prediction.
1: I, I still. Am intrigued by the idea of them saving it, so maybe I don't think so. maybe finale for me. I, I don't, don't think
0: so. I mean, like, we'll go crazy. We're, take, we're taking Kit harrington's language as gospel. We're taking him saying, um, uh, and this was in response to like a, a harrowing question. You know, he was being asked a question about the cast salary contract story that came out last year and had his name uh, among those receiving raises for season six and an option on season seven. Um, and he, in his answer, it seems like he's annoyed with that. Article to begin with, and all of this stuff, and he says, uh, "All I've been told is I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm not coming back next season. So that's all I can tell you." You know, just having having interviewed people who have secrets to protect, like you don't just have to take their word at gospel. They are right. paid to lie. They are paid to lie. He is paid to you know keep the secrets of the story intact. So if he's coming back, he's not going to tell you if he's been told not to tell you. So this whole "I'm not coming back next season," I'm not hanging on to that literally. I don't right what else was he
1: supposed to say what else is he supposed to say
0: I don't think that you can I don't think you can ditch the wall I really don't I don't think you can leave the north in season six I think all of that has to stay there's too much going on with the wildlings Tormund Giants Bane being there and everything like that that all hell is about to break loose you can't not look at that um and I think that Jon Snow is just gonna be back within two episodes because Mel Saunders is gonna breathe life back into him and we are going to be in end game zombie Jon Snow mode for the rest of the show and it's gonna be Mm -hmm. awesome um it's just going to be a, a long time to wait until that happens. Ten months. Uh, hopefully the winds of winter is out sooner than that. But who the heck knows um, th- that's that's where we're going. That's where mm-hmm. we're going with all of that. Uh, here's here's one that I want to move on to. Let's talk about Stannis. Um, okay. Is Stannis dead? Are we taking that at face value? Did Brienne chop Stannis's face off?
1: I think so. A lot of people are speculating that that might replace the Lady Stoneheart sort of stuff where, you know, Brienne storyline ended with. Lady Stoneheart about to kill her, and she yelled sword, and that's what saved her. But I just. And so they're
0: they're saying it's like a reversal that she's sparing Stannis here? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting.
1: And and that people are reading into the do your duty thing, and she'll remember that her duty is saving Sansa and not killing Stannis. You know, I've read a lot of theories, but. We have speculated on similar situations like this in the past, and usually Game of Thrones, the show, doesn't pull away from them. Right. I think they they didn't want to show Stannis actually die, which for good reason, like, love or hate Stannis, he's at least someone you respect because he's true to himself and his ideals uh, and I think that that was like one last moment of respect for him but I don't think yeah. he's coming back
0: we talked about this on the live show too and and I struggled to find a good reason for why he would not be dead like why would yeah. we not kill Stannis you know she's got every reason in the world to he killed Renly he admits to killing Renly she's been after him for a long time she has the opportunity now why wouldn't she kill him um, I feel like there's there's been some interesting observations for maybe why she wouldn't. Um, you know, he comes out and says, Yeah, I, I killed my brother with blood magic. He comes out and says it. Um, would she not be, you know, considering saving his life here and trotting him out to somebody to, you know, to confess that openly? Is it, is it enough for her to just hear his confession? Or is she going to keep him alive so she can bring him to somebody else and somebody else can hear that?
1: I don't um, think anyone cares about Renly anymore. I, it's,
0: maybe. maybe Maybe not, but that might not be how it, how it's playing to her. You know, there Maybe. might be reasons in her mind to, to keep Stannis alive. I, I was very shut off on the possibility that Stannis was going to survive this moment with Brienne after it happened. I really thought that, oh, wow, uh, so we're killing Stannis on the show. It's just another barrister in the bold. And I think it's entirely possible that it is. Um, I think it's even it's likely that it is. But I think that there is still room for stannis being alive the only thing is like how many times are we going to pull that trick with this finale somebody and i don't think we can i think that's die. part of it yeah i think mary tramp steps. died at least <laughs> we can feel pretty definitive about that but there are you know john doesn't seem ambiguous on the show but i feel really good that he is going to make a comeback stannis is a little ambiguous and marcella is really ambiguous too somebody has to have
1: oh no i think I think that there's no way that you open this season with a prophecy saying Cersei, your babies are going to die, and don't kill one of them. No, the
0: babies. I agree. I, I think she's dead, but like it's just it's not shot definitively. It's not like she's definitively, definitively dead. And there are people who are like, "Well, what if Braun has an antidote on the ship because he's now familiar with the poison?" And yada yada yada. I don't buy that. I think she's gone.
1: Right. I think. Yeah, I think she's gone, and I think that's why they did that shot where um, you see Ilaria taking. The poison. Which can we just talk about? How Dorn is the worst. Dorn's the worst. It's so bad. I'm so disappointed. Dorn's
0: the worst. That's really all that we were doing Dorn for is just to have hilarious and give Marcella a smoochy smooch and kill her with. They her were cartoons.
1: Smooch. Like I'm so yeah, so disappointed. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. And why cast Alexander Siddig? I know if like he's just useless. He's his twist is so good. In the books,
0: yeah, and there were there were great theories last week that were that were sent our way about why he might still have something up his sleeve. Right. But maybe, and, and maybe that's ideas, still the case. Great ideas, but yeah, maybe it's still the case. But you'd like to think that we would have gotten that within the season, Dorn. Yeah, Dorn was a misfire. No, no, I don't even want to linger on Dorn too much. Uh, Dorn was a misfire. It was unfortunate. Uh, the The line about like you want the good girl, but you need the bad pussy was just like the oh my god. Thing ever. <laughs> on Game of Thrones, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, I, let's. I, I want to stay with Stannis because Stannis is more interesting to me than Dorne. That's all we have to talk about with Dorne we don't need okay to talk about yeah Dorne. Ugh. we'll, we'll Ugh. have plenty of time in the off season to worry about what we're going to do with Dorne in the future but let's let's yes. stick with Stannis just for a little while longer and say all right i, I think that there's a, uh, there's an open door for him to be alive I, I like the idea of brienne and podrick and stannis as a story i feel like that's a funny power trio i would like to watch that show i would like i just think that stannis has you know,
1: fallen too far
0: but I but I also think you know I've I've really loved the idea of Stannis becoming the thousandth Lord Lord commander Uh, that Mm -hmm. is that is really what I would love to see from that character in the books the books obviously still being their own thing we don't know where Stannis is going in the books because he's at such a different place on the show than he is in the books but I still think like there's there's ways you know with everything that he has done you know burning his his daughter his wife committing suicide because of him his men dying because of his his foolhardiness I feel like if Stannis Yes. Isn't killed here by Brienne. He's going straight back to the wall. He's going to take the black. I like you could mm-hmm. ju- you could just see that happening. I would really like to see that happen. But let's take it at face value. Let's say that he took it in the face. Let's say that his head is off his his shoulders and Stannis Baratheon is dead. The show has pulled another Barristan Selmy and a character that we know from the books and love from the books who is not dead in the books yet is dead on the show. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about this being Stannis's demise on the show?
1: I really think that I mean, we were talking about pacing earlier, and this is just a case of, oh, we have to get something done. So let's just get it done really quick. We spent more than a season establishing that maybe Samus is a good guy for him to lose everything in like the the back half, sort of the middle of the penultimate episode. And then the very beginning of the finale. I yeah. don't know. It just was so quick. Yeah, it was and he really did lose everything like and then Melisandre just peaced out and he was like, OK, well, I'm here. There's nothing else I can really do. I did like that. There were some interesting parallels between his attack on the wildlings. In last year's finale and then his fight against Ramsey in this finale, even down to how they were shot, that aerial scene of him having all his men swarming around the wildling camp. And then here we see Ramsey doing that same move. Um, So it really is, you know, how the mighty have fallen. But at least it was an honorable death. At least it was Brienne. Like she didn't stab him in the back. She gave him a, a, a honorable death. She told him his crimes. He confessed them. It is what it is. It is I just cool. think I think that the show has gotten a bit sloppy. Ooh. Um, and I mean, yeah, like this storytelling has gotten sloppier. It's gotten very heavy handed. There's not a lot to really. Parse through and theorize about. They spell everything out from the very beginning. And people were guessing that Stannis, that Brienne was going to kill Stannis from the very beginning because she reminded everyone, well, I'm here for Sansa, but don't forget, I also am upset that yeah. Stannis killed Renly. Like, yeah, Chekhov's what, vendetta. First- Yeah, this, this has been the season of Chekhov's everything, (laughs) essentially. So it is what it is. I'm not too broken up about it. Stannis was never my favorite character or even my second favorite character. But I think that no matter what happened, Stephen Delaney gave an amazing performance as Stannis. And I will always have enjoyed that. I don't think the book's
0: closed. I, I got to tell you, every every you know every passing day. And granted, it's only been two days since the finale. But every, <laughs> every, every day, every every, every every little while, like the more and more and more and more, I think about Stannis, the closer and closer I come to. I don't think he's dead. I think I, right. I think we might not be done with Stannis. I think that there might still be more to do. I hope so. I really do. If this is the end, I agree. It came really quick. I think that the that the conclusion of his story. Um, you know i i would like there to be more i think that there's more to do i think the the idea of stan is having to live with the guilt of what he's done um, mm-hmm. and and kind of march on you know ever forward the way he says to victory or defeat I really like that idea I think that that's a really cool thing to do with this this guy who has been um, you know he's he, they always say he'll break before he bends he breaks here let's see what happens after he's broken I love that idea but if he just breaks before he bends that's consistent with you know what we've heard about him all along it does happen fast but if this is the end of Stannis it's consistent with the character character so we'll see um he doesn't die in the books but ramsey bolton were you surprised that we didn't get any payoff with sansa you know really kind of taking matters into her ho- her own hands here in winterfell the whole winterfell story this season has been kind of uncharted waters she's taken the role of jane Poole over sansa is obviously elsewhere in the books um did you think that the show did a good job i, I really thought that we were building towards sansa getting some sort of come comeuppance against one of the boltons
1: I mean, we talked about that earlier this season, right? Like, the only way that it will have felt like the storyline is justified is if Sansa kills. Rancy. Yeah, this is, which this maybe is, that can still happen this is a
0: comment we got in from Inessa who who was one of the people who commented on the, the podcast we did after the Sansa's wedding episode um, and Inessa wrote I used to be a Sansa fansa and was the first to disagree with your assessment of the Sansa wedding episode but now I'm disappointed whatever happened to Littlefinger telling her to make him yours and be all manipulative because she learned from the best she just remained the punching bag and never took back power and now what she's running away to the Iron Islands whatever happened to fighting for her home this is frustrating um, so are you frustrated with the way that the sansa thing worked out
1: yes and i think that something else even though we've beat the rape horse to death that sounds horrible that's, that's terrible. <laughs> this season um well no i, I really, mean if it's
0: a rape horse you probably want the rape horse to die yes yeah so i guess let's beat the rape horse to death for sure <laughs> all
1: right we're beating the rape horse to death uh we talked about before you know you and i both had a pretty emotional gut reaction to that seen to put it
0: lightly of
1: course yeah uh, everyone was annoyed that we talked about it so much um and a lot of the comments at the time were like well let's see what happens with it and i really think that the problem with the show like game of thrones that's so overstuffed like just look at how many storylines were serviced in this finale is that you never have the time to really have like allow characters to to breathe and grow in the way they need to and i feel like we never really saw what happened to Sansa and how she was responding to this treatment. We know it's happening. We know she's doing whatever she can to escape, which great. I'm glad she turned into a thief overnight, like that she can pick locks with a corkscrew. Uh, I'm glad that she took ownership saying, you know, if I'm going to die, like just kill me. Don't show your hand to Miranda. Miranda's awful. Of course, she's not going to kill you the second you say you want to die. But I just feel like we never really saw how this, affected santa because it's going to change her forever and that's disappointing to me and sure there's still time but i feel like too much of this was sacrificing her to further Theon's storyline which it did and actually something i've been thinking about is the fact that we already had theon's actual sister, Yara, come and try and save him before, and it wasn't enough to jar him from Ramsay's clutches. But here we have his sort of adopted sister, who he never wanted to really call the Starks' family. That's why he betrayed them. But it's her life and her safety that is enough to get him to be Theon Greyjoy again. I think that's a really interesting and subtle, and a very not subtle season um that shows that Theon deep down connects with the Starks more than he does the Greyjoys. And then if his storyline takes him back to the Greyjoys with a Stark, I think that will be a really interesting turn because we already see how much Balin, if he's alive by that point, uh, hates that Theon grew up with the Starks. So I think that's interesting but I'm disappointed with what they've done with Sansa and I hope they do her more justice in years to come.
0: Yeah. In, In defense of the show, Theon pushing Miranda over the side was the best.
1: Yeah oh yeah totally. that was really
0: great i was very happy with it. Bitch
1: needed to die yeah
0: and you know I, I would really love to have seen santa take control and get get one over on the boltons as well um but i do think right now like having the boltons on the show is probably a positive for the show just because like, what else the, yeah, is yeah, fighting need, for the throne well you you really need that face of uh pure human evil and these guys are just so nasty that i think that killing them off in this episode probably would have been a, a mistake so it's good to have them around for just a little while longer so it's season six we can get rid of the bones
1: I will Uh, say about Ramsey though we really don't need a scene in every episode reminding us how terrible he is we know how terrible Ramsey is I thought when he like yeah but if you're gonna have a
0: scene with Ramsey he's not just like gonna sit you know and take a dump on the toilet or anything that's not interesting like Ramsey like that's the only time that Ramsey's not gonna be mean um you know otherwise just everything and he probably even takes a dump really meanly he's probably like taking a dump on Reek uh so everything that this guy does is mean
1: yeah. 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 Dumps, I don't know. His
0: dumps reek. Um yeah, I think that I think that you can't have Ramsey on the show and not just have him being terrible. That's just who he is. He's just a terrible, terrible, terrible guy. It's true. What's going to happen with Sansa and Theon from here? Um in the in the books, Theon and Jane Poole, they run into into Asha Greyjoy and then they all they are going to come under the the um the uh possession of Stannis. They're going to run into Stannis and everything. If Stannis is down on the show, you would you would assume that's not happening. So what happens with Sansa in Theon they're not you know splattered on the icy ground of Winterfell they survived this thing where do they go from here do you think they go to the Iron Islands
1: I think yeah I think they go to Pike I think that they're gonna stick the Iron Island storyline story in a blender and have it come out to serve their needs because we need to establish that Balin Greyjoy did die like we can't have Melisandre's magic not like She can't have killed two kings and not a third, but yeah, maybe, well, but she Pibben, was wrong about that. Jeff Piven
0: wrote in and said, uh, is, it, is it a good time to point out that we still don't know whether Gendry's blood worked in killing Balon Greyjoy? Uh, yeah, that question is still out there. It seems like it'll get answered next season.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I think that that would make sense. I think they can skip the king's moot and just have Victorian show up. And having Theon there... You know, it's different than the books because Asha in the books is trying to fight and say that she should be the the true heir to the Iron Islands, and you know there are a bunch of other contenders, and you know, or er, I keep mixing up Victorian and Euron. I mean Euron yeah um the crow's terrible. Eye. i'm terrible i'm terrible well, victorian, in victorian
0: doesn't seem like he's gonna have much use of anything except maybe he's gonna blow the dragon horn and explode immediately or he's just gonna show up in murine and fight a lot and get killed and his ships right. are gonna go to danny like that uh, like, seems I, to I wouldn't be, be surprised
1: it, because game of thrones is so heavy-handed with coincidences like how Brienne happened to turn away from winterfell two seconds that before was so the, frustrating it was so <laughs> but it was so, so dumb i was like come on game of thrones <laughs> So you're better than this. It's really um, so I wouldn't be surprised if like, Theon th- shows up the day after Balin's died, and then the next day Euron shows up, and like, that's sort of the storyline we have, because it seems like Euron will be cast. We don't know if any of the other um, Greyjoy characters brothers of Balin will be in the, the story but anyway yeah so I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they head and then they need to figure stuff out from there
0: okay all right well that that would be interesting I guess I mean Sansa's been all over the <laughs> interesting map. I guess Well, she's been all <laughs> over the map anyway it's like kind of what the hell are they going to do with her to begin with so right. the show is really on its own with Sansa uh, it feels like right now so we'll see I mean I think some other possibilities is that she knows that John is at the wall so Theon and Sansa could make a break for it to the Wall, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how well that would work out, considering That's true. Her they did is establish a that. Zombie or a dead. Um. So we'll we'll see where we go with that. Um. All right. Well, let's 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 keep it. We're gonna have a lot of time to dig into all of all of this stuff. This is not the final book club. This is the this is the last book club for right now. But as we did between um, seasons four and five, we had off season shows, and we're gonna be doing that again. And we uh, have Comic Con in less than a month. We'll we'll have we'll have plenty of plenty of plenty of stuff and plenty of time to talk about all this stuff. But let's. Let's, let's try and hit um all of the stories as much as we can let's go to king's landing um what did you think of everything that went down there in terms of the books we didn't get kevin lannister's death we did get no. we did get robert strong did they outright say robert strong
1: i didn't they didn't they did which is such a bummer he looked so silly he looked <laughs> his great. little zombie face he looked was like great. um
0: you know goldar from power rangers
1: yeah <laughs> he looked like
0: goldar from power rangers uh
1: i was so excited it's great about though.
0: That. I just I love, the, I love that they're not even bullshitting us. I just love the confirmation that it's the mountain. The mountain is a zombie. The mountain is back. And that is incredible.
1: Yeah, That is that incredible.
0: is the other thing that does make me annoyed though is this comment from Dan Weiss that he gave the Entertainment Weekly where he's like dead is dead. Dead is dead is not on a show when you have zombies on your show where you have white walkers who resurrect the dead in this season when you have on Dondarian who's come back so many times. And now even in your finale you have the mountain who and is it's resurrected. Funny
1: George is the one who is like dead isn't real dead on Game of Thrones.
0: God damn it! You know, <laughs> it's like stop it. Don't John Harrison me. I don't like getting John Harrisoned. Yeah,
1: um, yeah.
0: But yeah. So what? What did you think? No, no Kevin Death. Um, is that still in the offing? We're just we're saving that for next season. You think?
1: I think. Well. If it happens, it probably won't be from Varys. I mean, he went back to Marine. This is from our good buddy Matt
0: Campbell, who says, Now that we know that Varys has ended up in Marine, will Littlefinger take up the role of causing the chaos in King's Landing? Their motives are essentially the same. Um, they, I mean, they—they they obviously they're both after the crown for different reasons, but they're both after the crown. Do you think that it could be Littlefinger who fills in for Varys and killing Kevin Lannister?
1: Maybe. And that was my big question coming out of this, is what where did Littlefinger go and what is he doing? Because I guess he's probably still at King's Landing, maybe. It's been a while since we saw him. A few episodes Um, now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think what was more interesting to me is that there was no question at the end of the season about whether or not Cersei had changed. Because I felt like there was that question about whether she was humbled, whether she had this this change in her mindset. Um, In her last chapter... That here we see that look on her face. She's like out for blood now that she has her champion.
0: I love it. I yeah. love it. And Which I is can't great. wait to see I what thought, that looks like. I just I want to see Robert Strong shame. just like clap his hands on the high sparrow's head and just explode it.
1: Yes. Oh, oh. too soon still after Oberyn's no, no, death. No, not today. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really liked the Walk of Shame weird body double CGI. Lena Headey face aside.
0: Uh, I didn't notice that. I mean, this is something oh, really? that, I, that I, I only see. heard about after the fact that I guess uh, Lena Headey's face was CGI'd onto the body of the naked stunt double who was walking through the sheets. I really didn't notice that and I haven't gone back and looked, but I'll, oh, I'll have maybe to do that.
1: I maybe it was because I was looking for it when I was it I wasn't looking it.
0: for it. I didn't I didn't know about it. I hadn't nobody spoiled that one for me. I didn't read <laughs> I didn't read that part in the books that she used the stunt double. Uh, but apparently she did. It didn't take me out of it on first glance so it worked for me
1: yeah yeah i mean i really thought it was effective uh i think it's that an incredible within, scene yeah i think that within the context of the show and even outside of it as we've complained about nudity on the show it was an effective use it was an effective use of you know hurting women i guess with the i have the shame 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 and the bell was just so good like you could feel it sinking under your own skin as you saw cersei crumbling so i i thought it was Really well done. And it sort of had to be yeah. for her character's well, storyline.
0: It really, it really does, I think, put you on Cersei's side. Like, uh, you know, we don't really like the Harris, the High Sparrow and the Faith Militant this season to begin with. Um, but you don't like Cersei very much either. Now you've got the double whammy of, uh, Mercella is presumably dead or dying and Cersei just went through this whole ordeal and she is going to be furious and she's just going to be filled with fire and brimstone. And I'm pumped to see her unleash
1: poor Tommen is going to just be such the victim of her mommying now because he's the only baby left.
0: He's the only baby left. Yeah, well, for now.
1: I'm intrigued with the fact that we didn't see Happen to marjorie and loris
0: yeah that's still up in the air i mean we know that we're getting into the trial next season is what uh the high sparrow says to cersei here or at least that's up in the air you gotta figure that marjorie and loris are somehow connected there um you know maybe they've been released because of uh the reasons that they put cersei behind bars who knows it's totally up in the air we really have no idea yeah yeah really no so uh, yeah so we'll still see. some big questions to be continued on king's landing let's hop over to marine uh Tyrion and Varys are gonna power duo over marine with gray worm and missandei as the uh as the figureheads that that seems fun like if we're gonna have that's, to stay in yes. marine like that's a good way to do it
1: and that conversation they had at the very end where they're like, oh, wish I knew someone with a whole web of spies. Ooh, wish we knew someone who was really good about pulling together an old city rife with corruption. Like, yeah. I, I loved that. Because, it was great. And I had this conversation outside. All, of all that, talking that, book the as well. only
0: thing that that scene was missing was a fist bump.
1: I know, right? But they, they had there. The I missed, yeah. uh, I missed you comment was, yeah. Um, yeah. There was some complaint among my friend group about the fact that, you know, this is different for Tyrion and there doesn't seem to be a battle at Marine. But I'm sick of ta- sad Tyrion. I'm ready for... Tyrion to be strong and capable like we know he is. And I think that this is a perfect opportunity to show that. And I'm sad that it's not Barry the Bold who's going to be running Marine. But I also think that if this is why they brought Tyrion here, they aren't going to slop it around, then I'm happy with it. Yeah. I do think, I. Imagine George R. R. Martin watching this episode and having Dario magically resolve the Myronese knot in one long monologue and him just like rolling his eyes over it because was Dario holding all that insight in this whole time? Right. Like why, why did he just pull the solution out of his hat?
0: Well, I've seen some people think that this is further indication that Dario might be behind the Sons of the Harpy somehow. Maybe. Um, I don't really see how that connects, but I've heard that. Uh, if you guys see how that connects, let us know. I'd like to, <laughs> I'd li- I really would, no, seriously, I would really like to know more about people who think that Dario is behind the Sons of the Harpy, but some people who are saying that just the way that he delegated exactly where everyone's going, exactly what's going to happen, that Dario uh, is. Is coming after Danny and is going to go looking for her with Jora is somehow going to lead to him being revealed as the guy behind the thing. I don't see it, but I mean, there are certainly stranger Dario theories out there. Right. Uh, namely, that he's your own Greyjoy. Uh, so there are weird Dario theories out there, and this doesn't seem as weird as that i just i fail to see how it all lines up
1: i mean i feel like we want the son the harpy not the son of the harpy the harpy to be someone we know so
0: right and i don't think that there are any better candidates Right Like there are no other candidates that make sense unless his stars Alorek was you know pulling a Billy Loomis, which I yeah. don't think he was. That seems ridiculous for this show.
1: But I imagine that that's going to be something that Tyrion figures out next year.
0: right right
1: maybe maybe it's uh, a Enday.
0: No. <laughs> no please do not do that I don't know we'll okay. see we'll see uh, to be continued on that and then there was this brief moment where I really thought that Daenerys had landed in Westeros and I was so excited about that but no People she's exactly really where she is in the books
1: about where she is
0: right she, well she's in the, the great grass the great sea. sea yeah uh, and she's surrounded by Dothraki and I guess that as Although, as that's important in the books it'll be important on the show
1: how did she look out over this Massive plane and somehow have that many Dothraki sneak up on her?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh,
1: the- I actually thought for a moment that she might kill Drogon because it's called Mother's Mercy. Right. He's like flailing around in pain. I'm like, please don't. If, if you kill Drogon, I will riot. I will stop watching Game of I would
0: have been upset. I would have been upset about that. Uh, the other uh, thing that really is important in this chapter with Dani, um that didn't make it onto the show is it seems in the chapter that she has her period, which is a big deal because she was supposedly banned uh after everything that happened with um oh gosh thank you uh Mm -hmm. everything that happened after that it seemed like she would never be able to have kids again um but in the in the book there's compelling textual evidence that she is that 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 curse is no longer there but we didn't get anything like that on the show
1: you can just say it
0: she had her period i did say that She didn't. It didn't seem like she had her period on the show. Um, so what
1: else have we got? We got the Arya in Braavos.
0: Arya. Well, we t- we talked about that a little bit. Uh, the Maren Trant death scene was so disgusting. It was. It was. It was really deliciously gross.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. People were complaining, like,
0: "Why no, you that. just have?" Great.
1: Well, they were like, "Why couldn't you just have Arya in the room? Why did you have to have these other little girls being whipped?" Uh. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but I thought it was really effective because you're so focused on those people that when you see this other person, you're like, it's Aria. Wait, no, it isn't Aria. Oh, wait, yes, it is Aria. Like I thought that was a really well done reveal. Yeah. And people are still cheer- cheering for Aria so much. And I just, I know Maisie Williams is like, why? She's <laughs> bad. She messed up. Um, And I love that they really saved us seeing how the faceless men magic works until this big cliffhanger at the end and the people I so I watched it by myself at six and then uh, I was on a work trip and I made the people who were on the trip with me watch it at nine when it went on and they were all so sad when Jockin seemingly died <laughs> these were not book readers these were just show watchers and they were so sad uh, and then he came back so I guess that could sort of explain away if jock and his pate in old town how right that I was happens. gonna
0: say well I think that what it suggests to me is there is no Jake and Hagar. It truly is no one. Yeah. Um, that this is just one of the faces, and it, I guess it's a very popular face. A lot of people rent out the Jake and Hagar face. <laughs> yeah, he's a handsome guy, so you get it. But like, you, know, it seems like he truly was just the kindly old man this whole yes. time. Um and you know that that's sort of the point um, with him appearing behind Arya after he appears to have died, and him saying like he he, he was not your friend. He was no one. Um, and I, I guess you know that indicates to me that the Jake and Hagar who Arya knew back in season two could be the same man that we see show up in Old Town. Um, like right. that, those two, and, and that guy would be different from the guy that Arya's been interacting with all season long. Um, which is very complicated to get your head around. But, but I'm uh, okay with it. I, I am too. I, I actually really like that. I think that that's really great. And I'm really excited because I would love to see that actor. I would love to see the Jake and Hagar actor interacting with Tom Tom Waffle <laughs> Uh I, I but, can spell it yeah. on first try
1: now. That's great. That's impressive. I'd like to see
0: him I'd like to see him interacting with Samuel Tarly in Old Town, so I, I feel I feel good about that being a possibility. Right. I'm just I'm really excited that we are going to Old Town. That's just great. That's great news. I love that Sam is going to Old Town
1: yes yes I'm so and I loved that sex talk that they had again a parallel to last year's finale when uh, or I guess episode nine when Sam was like what's it like John being with a lady and now he had his moment like I loved 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 that moment between the two of those and I feel like those are the sorts of moments that we didn't have enough of this season
0: it was a really dark season and this is a very very dark show but it was just you know sometimes there's glimmers of humor and comedy and And humanity humanity and um it's not like it was entirely absent this season but it was just such a grimmer season than usual at least it felt that way um Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's actually true i only know how it felt watching it this season it did just feel bleaker than ever um and it ends bleaker than any season has ended i feel
1: there really were major deaths and pretty much you know even not major deaths but deaths in every single character storyline.
0: Right, and it just, you know, it it it's as if season 3 had ended with the red wedding. Like if that had been the right. final thing that we had seen was how this season ended with the death of Jon Snow was um just a really dark note to end on. So it's just it was a tremendously dark season. Um it seems like it's just that's where the story is going. It's just getting worse and worse and worse before it gets better. But I really do hope it gets better someday. Maybe that's yeah, too much to hope for Yeah, question is
1: who is there really left to cheer for anymore? Oh, there's
0: plenty of people. I mean, I cheer for Sansa. I cheer for Theon. I cheer for Santa But none
1: of them are really in any position right now to do anything. You'd think going into season six you would have people in positions of power to do something, and really Tyrion is the only one who is. John, if he's dead, whether or not he comes back, he's still in a bad place. he's in
0: prime position. He's going to come back as a White Walker or a zombie or something, and he's going to become like a superhero and say, I'm done with the Night's Watch. F you guys. You killed me. My vows are are, are over. I'm just going to go kick some ass now, and it's going to be incredible.
1: But like, Arya is blind. Sansa is on the run she i really think they should have made that wall look a little bit less high because it's going to be it does ridiculous look like they would just have finding,
0: gone yeah, splat, yeah their splat, legs splat. would be
1: broken and they would be like bloody and dragging themselves away um brienne is like in the middle of nowhere danny's in the middle of nowhere cersei just had a fall from grace like people are still alive but there's no one who you're like okay this season they're going to come through yeah. and
0: do everything. Well, very excitingly we are also in the middle of nowhere. I'm bummed that we don't have new episodes of Game of Thrones to talk about for a while. I'm bummed that we don't have the Winds of Winter to talk about until I don't know when. Um, yeah, but fingers it's, crossed. But it's an interesting time to be a fan of Game of Thrones Who uh, you know, to, and to be a fan who's read the books. Um, it's a scary time for a lot of people. I think it's exciting. Um, we'll see where it goes. We'll see how it goes. Even though there's no more books that have been released, Terry and I, we will continue doing these podcasts in the offseason. I think that we've learned our lesson. We're not going to promise any sort of regular monthly show or anything like that, but we'll get them out to you as as often as we're able and as often as we have something to talk about. And I think that there is very often going to be something to talk about. So this is is far from the end. We will definitely have more podcasts and we will be podcasting all next season long as well. Uh, And
1: I will say this is sort of going back to what we were talking about earlier about stannis i just saw in the viewers guide on hbo.com uh when it talks about stannis it does say stannis was killed outside of winterfell by okay. brienne of tarth so all right take of that it also says that john was murdered yeah and so, ken harrington
0: also said i'm not coming back next season yeah. he's totally coming back next season yes and so it's going to be spoiled well. by someone in ireland with a camera phone and it's going to be incredible yes stop john harrisoning me <laughs> just, just stop alright in, in fact if, you, if you've made it this far use the hashtag don't John me. Uh, tweet at Terry she's at Terry underscore Schwartz I'm at round Howard like Ron Howard but rounder uh, this is not the end of Game of Thrones book club it's not the end of Game of Thrones coverage here for this season on post show recaps either we still have a feedback show to record I'm also going to do a check in with Antonio Mazzaro and Jessica Lees who handled the uh, the book club a couple weeks ago just to get their final thoughts on the season and then of course we have the return of the Throners the Throners are are coming back keep an eye out for the throners that's going to be very fun we will have the poll up at some point this week keep your eye on throners.com that's where it's going to live uh terry this is a fun, this, it was a bleak season but a really fun season talking to you back
1: it was back. fun talking about it with you and everyone who's listening for the book club watch
0: yes for the book club watch indeed it, that could be a hashtag as well uh terry we will talk very soon okay we will all right guys miss you all yes miss you all love you bays we will uh we will all talk very (laughs) very soon take care everybody Bye. bye